On an evening in the latter part of May, a middle-aged man was walking homeward from Shaston to the village of Marlott in the adjoining Vale of Blackmoor, or Blackmoor. The pair of legs that carried him were rickety, and there was a bias in his gait, which inclined him somewhat to the left of a straight line. He occasionally gave a smart nod, as if in confirmation of some opinion, though he was not thinking of anything in particular. An empty egg basket was slung upon his arm, the nap of his hat was ruffled, a patch being quite worn away at its brim, where his thumb came in taking it off. Presently, he was met by an elderly parson, astride on a grey mare, who, as he rode, hummed a wandering tune. Good night, dee, said the man with the basket. Good night, Sir John, said the parson. The pedestrian, after another pace or two, halted and turned round. Now, sir, begging your pardon, we met last market day on this road about this time, and I said, Good night, and you made reply, Good night, Sir John, as now. I did, said the parson. And once before that, near a month ago. I may have. Then what might your meaning be in calling me Sir John these different times when I be plain Jack Darbyfield the haggler? The parson rode a step or two nearer. It was only my whim, he said, and after a moment's hesitation, it was an account of a discovery I made some little time ago whilst I was hunting up a pedigree for the new country history. I am Parson Tringham, the antiquary of Stagfoot Lane. Don't you really know, Derbyfield, that you are the lineal representative of the ancient and knightly family of the Durbervilles, who derived their descent from Sir Pagan Durberville, that renowned knight who came from Normandy with William the Conqueror, as appears by Battle Abbey Roll? Never heard it before, sir. Well, it's true. Throw up your chin a moment so that I may catch the profile of your face better. Yes, that's the Durberville nose and chin, a little debased. Your ancestor was one of the twelve knights who assisted in the Lord of Estramavila in Normandy in his conquest of Glamorganshire. Branches of your family held manors over all this part of England. Their names appear in the pipe rolls in the time of King Stephen. In the reign of King John, one of them was rich enough to give a manor to the knights hospitallers, and in Edward II's time your forefather Brian was summoned to Westminster to attend the great council there. You declined a little in Oliver Cromwell's time, but to no serious extent, and in Charles II's reign you were made knights of the Royal Oak for your loyalty. Aye, there have been generations of Sir John's among you, and if knighthood were hereditary, like baronetcy, as it practically was in old times, when men were knighted from father to son, you would be Sir John now. You don't say so. In short, concluded the parson, decisively smacking his leg with his switch, there's hardly such another family in England. Daze my eyes, and isn't there, said Derbyfield. And here have I been, knocking about year after year from pillar to post, as if I was no more than the commonest feller in the parish. And how long had this news about me been knowed, Parson Tringham? The clergyman explained that as far as he was aware, it had quite died out of knowledge, and could hardly be said to be known at all. His own investigations had begun on a day in the preceding spring, when, having been engaged in tracing the vicissitudes of the Durbeville family, he had observed Derbyfield's name on his wagon, and had thereupon been led to make inquiries about his father and grandfather, till he had no doubt on the subject. At first, I resolved not to disturb you with such a useless piece of information, said he. However, our impulses are too strong for our judgment sometimes. I thought you might perhaps know something of it all the while.
Well, I have heard once or twice, tis true, that my family had seen better days afore they came to Blackmoor. But I took no notice o't, thinking it to mean that we had once kept two horses where we now keep only one. I've got a wold silver spoon and a wold graven seal at home, too. But, Lord, what's a spoon and seal? And to think that I and these noble d'Urbervilles were one flesh all the time. Twas said that my great-grandfather had secrets and didn't care to talk of where he came from. And where do we raise our smoke now, parson, if I may make so bold? I mean, where do we d'Urbervilles live? You don't live anywhere. You are extinct as a county family. That's bad. Yes, what the mendacious family chronicles call extinct in the male line, that is, gone down, gone under. Then where do we lie?